Hey there, everybody. I am back. Thank you for tuning in. If you can, please subscribe to the show, rate and review it wherever you can. I am excited to be back on today's show. We're just going to talk about all kinds of little things here today. So let's just go ahead. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. So let's get it started. Hello, yeah, it's been a while. Not much. How about you? Little England Dan and John Ford Coley reference. I say that because I haven't done a podcast in like 10 days or so. It's been a little while, so I thought I'd throw a little reference to it. Do you guys know that song? Are you familiar with that song? I'd play it, but unfortunately I would either get fined or they would take my show off whatever platform it was on if they caught me playing the actual song. I mean, I could sing it if you want me to. I don't sing very well, but I, if you don't know the song, if I, if I sing it, maybe you'll, you'll understand what, what I was saying, but you may not want to hear it because it's going to be bad. I know the podcast, you can hit that little 30 second fast forward button. So you might want to do that here in about five seconds. So I'm going to sing it. So you guys know what song I'm talking about. Hello, yeah, it's been a while, not much, how about you? I'm not sure why I called, I guess I really just wanted to talk to you. You know that song? And i really love to see you tonight. All right, that's enough of that. I'm a little stir-crazy since I've been on the, uh, the uh, podcast last. I mean, a lot certainly has happened. And we're still talking about voter fraud and we're still, but you know, is anybody else like me? Is anybody else just kind of ignoring all this anymore? Are you just moving on with your life just like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are doing? I mean, they're just putting together the cabinet, they're business as usual. They're putting together a task force to combat the coronavirus. President-elect Biden is putting together his intelligence agencies. And I'll tell you one thing about the intelligence agencies so far, they possess a quality that I find really important. Unlike the last intelligence agencies, intelligence, it's pretty important. So, you know, I, it, it just, it feels good. Now we are sort of winding down this ridiculousness and what Donald Trump is doing at one time I was offended at and, you know, I'm still offended, but I, it's at the point now where it's just laughable. It's kind of like that circus that came to town. You know those fairs, those really cheap two-bit fairs that come to your town? They might set up in the parking lot of a mall or something like that, and it's just kind of crammed in there. And you keep driving by it and causes traffic, and there are freak shows and clowns and... I don't know, kooky stuff going on. And you're just like, man, when is this thing going to leave town? But now you drive by it and it's still there, but they're breaking down the bleachers and they're taking the tent down and you see that they're starting to pack the truck. But unfortunately, the headmaster is still screaming that there's plenty of show left and everybody's like, ah, this kind of sucked to begin with. And we really weren't having fun and and the rides barely worked and 
everybody was rude and nobody knew what they were talking about. So the circus is packing up and it is going to be leaving town. And, you know, listening to Donald Trump anymore and Rudy Giuliani and the other idiotic attorneys that they have. I think last count I heard, they lost, I think they're up to 39 or 40 court cases that have been thrown out, have been laughed at. I mean, and these are Republican judges. They are Democratic judges. There was one judge that was even appointed by Donald Trump himself. You know, they're judges saying, look, just because you say there's fraud, it doesn't mean there's fraud. You actually have to prove it. But it's like I said, it's kind of not even worth talking about anymore. I bring it up because I haven't done a podcast in 10 days. It is time to move forward and look forward to positive things. Hopefully things get positive in 2021. You know, I think everybody's got the mentality that when 2020 is over, all the bad stuff goes away and we get to start anew and everything's going to be fine. But again, coronavirus doesn't care about your party, doesn't care about your um, what who you voted for, and it definitely doesn't care about what day or year it is. So, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done. And in fact, it's getting worse as time is going on. I mean, this thing is just spreading like wildfire and it appears as if there's no end in sight. I know the vaccine is coming, but first of all, there's already reports that it's going to be difficult to get people to take the vaccine. Are you going to take it? I mean, I I know there's going to be some frontline workers that will be first on the scene to take it, which will be good. Some older people may be the first to be to take it, but you know, the fact that I mean, I've got friends I mean, they're throwing these big Christmas parties. They don't give a shit. We're just rolling right through it. Don't care. Wondering why I'm not going. And I promise you, I'm like everybody else. I want to live my life too. I want to go to bars and restaurants and the gym and hang out with friends and go to parties and do all this stuff. And I will say, I'm not perfect. I haven't been perfect. But I have think I've done more than a lot of people who are just completely against the idea of wearing a mask or not going anywhere. You know, I've done a pretty good job of isolating and wearing masks and doing whatever I can. Excuse me if you hear that whining in the background. That is my little puppy. She is demanding attention. Usually I do these podcasts in a separate room so I don't hear that in the background but I thought you know what let's give it a shot maybe she'll be okay but she needs attention for something not really sure what it is we just went outside she's already eaten dinner so I don't know it looks like she's chilling out now so we should be good but anyway I mean the coronavirus It's just so widespread now. I'm at the point now, I remember in the beginning, people were like, do you even know anybody that has it? Now I'm at the point where, A, I'm shocked that I don't have it or didn't get it. And I'm shocked when I don't know anybody that's had it. It's just, I know a lot of people that have had it. And yeah, of course they made it through, but there's obvious dangers to this thing that you just can't overlook. And, you know, I, I really do hope that when President-elect Joe Biden, doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that feel good? But when he gets into office, 
you know, they're already working towards steps on trying to make things better. And I, I, I have this just little bit of hope that people are going to calm down a little bit and go, you know what? All right. This is not a political thing. Let's do what we can to get rid of this thing. I'm kind of getting the sense that people are doing that already. You know, you don't see the people on video anymore blowing up about not wearing a mask in stores. I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but, you know, it doesn't seem to be as prevalent anymore. So, I don't know. We just got to get our act together as a country. This is not a freedom thing. It's not a political thing. You guys know this already. You know, it has nothing to do with that stuff. I mean, it's just, it's about getting rid of it. And God, it, it still to this day makes me so angry what we could have done. And is it going it, to, would it have guaranteed that we would be in much better shape right now? No, but I truly believe. And in fact, I don't know about your state, but in my state of Florida, it was almost a known fact in March that the state of Florida was shutting down for at least three weeks or four weeks. And when I say known fact, this was what was spreading around the state of Florida. I mean, I saw true or not, which obviously they weren't true, but things about the National Guard are on their way to get ready for a shutdown. And everybody seemed prepared for it. Nobody was angry at it. Everybody was prepared for this supposed shutdown. And had they shut down for, say, three to four weeks, the government got together, did a moratorium on rents and mortgages. Maybe we could do something with some car payments. You skip a, a month and just add it to the end of the loan. I think we would have been in much better shape. But now we are a disaster. And it obviously came from the leadership that we previously had. Now, he still, I guess, is in charge. But you only hear from him through Twitter now. And it's, of course, the same crazy rants. In fact, I think he retweeted the other day. The pair of diamond and silk. Are you familiar with diamond and silk? Holy Jesus. I mean, they fit right in to the stupidity of his sycophants and surrogates or whatever they are. I mean, it is just, it's, it's embarrassing. This whole side is embarrassing. Rudy Giuliani, we've talked about his fall from grace. One of the most embarrassed, when he gets on TV and he starts speaking, it's, I, I, does anybody feel sorry for him? I mean, only in the fact that he's just now so evil, it's hard to feel sorry for him. But there's just a part of me that goes, man, Rudy, what happened to you? You were America's mayor after 9-11. I mean, there were Democrats who thought to themselves, if he runs for president, I'm going to vote for that guy. And that just goes to show you how, I don't, I, I, how we really don't know who these people are or actually even what they, can, what they become. I don't know if Rudy Giuliani was this same kind of person and just hit it better or did he just make a transition into this wacko? I mean, it is just, and he's not bright. He's just, he goes into court and he's bumbling over himself. And then he doesn't even know what some words mean. And the judge has to correct him. And 
he even acknowledges these are big words, and it's just so weird. He's he's quoting my cousin Vinny. He's I don't know. I, it, this again, all this is going to be gone, and the only place that we're going to find these clowns anymore are where they belong on Twitter or on stupid news channels like Newsmax or OAN or some off-the-wall, batshit, crazy YouTube channel, something like that. I'm not even sure Trump is really even going to be on Fox News anymore. I think he's even trying to start uh, uh, sort of a war with them. Because, of course, the talk is is that Donald Trump's going to start his own news channel or he's going to start something where people will pay attention to him. And, again, something I've been thinking about, I don't think that's going to work out as well as he thinks it's going to. First of all, he has no money at all to put together a news channel. He doesn't. And I'm not sure he's going to have the backing because most people are going to look at Donald Trump's business track record and say, yeah, you know, we, we voted for him, but we ain't giving him any of our money. That ain't happening. He might try to start some pay-per-view or pay-per-listen sort of channel. Again, I'm not sure that's going to work out as well as he thinks it is for a few reasons. One, we're still in a recession. A lot of people don't have jobs, and a lot of those people are Donald Trump supporters. And not to mention, a lot of Donald Trump supporters don't necessarily have the means to be spending an extra $10, $20 a month on listening to the ramblings of an idiot. Now, there are some that will give him money before they give their own family money, which is bizarre and sad. But I think Donald Trump's going to have a very, very tough time once he leaves office when he realizes that, A, everybody is not going to be kissing his balls anymore. They're not going to be praising him. And almost, they're going to try to ignore him in a way where it's going to really anger him and he's just going to lose his mind. And not to mention, we've talked about this before and you guys know where I'm going. The Southern District of New York can't wait cannot wait for the end of his term. They can't wait for January 21st. I'm wondering if we'll even get to February before we start hearing the charges against Donald Trump. And Donald Trump knows it. I mean, it's been reported that he knows it from people and that he is worried about it, that he's scared. And, you know, I've also seen people say, should Joe Biden pardon Donald Trump? And first, the answer is no, he shouldn't pardon Donald Trump. Second of all, it doesn't really matter. You can pardon him all you want to, but the Southern District in New York doesn't care about your pardons. So pardon me. The Southern District of New York's charges have nothing to do with any pardon that a president could give. So it's going to be very interesting, but I'll tell you this. I'm just ready for Donald Trump just to go away. I mean, like I said before on this podcast, these podcasts were very easy to do because of Donald Trump. I mean, it was just any moronic idiot could have gone on to these, look at me. I'm able to go on here and just sit here and talk because Donald Trump is so ridiculous and so over the top that it's just so easy. It, It flows. I mean, you could sit here. I don't need a script. I don't need anything. I just hit record and I just start talking. Whatever comes to the top of my head, 
And it's kind of easy to keep thinking about the things that he do- that he did, that he said. And man, once I did one podcast, he would do something so crazy 10 minutes after I released the podcast I just did. I'm like, holy shit, I already got a podcast for the next one. And he's probably going to do three or four more things before the next podcast. This is, this is too easy. Now, I'll be honest with you, it's getting harder because Joe Biden's going to make this boring. And guess what? I'll take a boring Joe Biden presidency and administration and cabinet over this ridiculous clown show that we've had for the last four years that is destroying our country. If this means me never doing a podcast again, I'd be happy with it. I'm okay with it, but I do like doing these. I may not do it in the same, I mean, heck, I needed a little bit of a break. I was doing these twice a week, every week pretty much since April. And, you know, it's, Sounds kind of easy, but you know, you do have to put some effort and some work into it. And then you have your other jobs and, or your other job. And you know, it it takes a lot of my time, but I enjoy doing them. And I really, it makes me feel good that people listen to this and not just listen, but they comment back to me about how much they enjoy it. And that means a lot to me. That's what keeps me going more than anything. I met great people too on the way. I mean, my girl Frosty Knowledge, I met. My boys Ryan and Derek from Oh For Fuck's Sake loved their show. Had them on. I was on their show. I was on Frosty Knowledge's YouTube channel show. Steph was on our show. Rachel was on our show. I mean, and I just, I hear from so many nice people. So, you know, I I do enjoy doing this, but I, I may not be doing it twice a week. Sometimes I will. Depends on what's going on. But as I said, Joe Biden's going to make this boring for all of us. And that's exactly what we need our politics to be. He just named his entire communications team and they're all women. I mean, who communicates better than women? You've heard me say this on here many times. Women should be running the show in as many places as possible, including this country. I'm telling you, once we get a female president to run the show in this country, Things are going to be really good. I really believe that. I'm not just saying it. I just think they're more level-headed. I think they're more organized. And I don't think you're going to have to worry about any sex scandal with a woman running the show. I, for one, am super keen to the idea. So we'll obviously see what happens. But, you know, we still have big news. The big news that we are focusing on up until January are the two Senate races in Georgia. John Ossoff taking on David Perdue and Raphael Warnock taking on Kelly Loeffler. And, you know, the more and more I'm seeing and reading about things, I I think there really is a chance to win both of them. Now, when I say a chance, I'm talking 45 to 50% to win both of these. But, you know, I I was a little less um, optimistic, if you will, about a month ago or two months ago, but I don't know. I The more and more I'm seeing, the, the better I'm feeling about it, but it's going to be an interesting day. And if they can pull those two things off, the next four years are going to be fun to watch if you are on the side of Joe Biden. And if there is one reason and one reason only to enjoy the fun, it would be to watch Mitch McConnell have zero power whatsoever. 
I mean, he'll still have say, and he'll still be running his mouth and doing his thing. But the fact that he does, he will not have the power that he has now will be quite a, a fun thing to see. So, but anyway, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, by the way. I don't know, um, you know, I had a very small thing with just my dad and my brother over at the house. And, uh, you know, we didn't want to have a big family thing. Uh, we could usually travel to different cities to go to our big thing with our aunt and all that stuff. But this time we kept it low key. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Hope everybody's preparing for Christmas and going to be able to make it through this holiday season best you can. So I thank you guys so much for listening. As again, I always enjoy doing this. I said uh, on the last show, I'm going to confirm, I think tomorrow, but I should have a really exciting guest on this week or next week. So I, I want to confirm that this person will come on. And then once I get that confirmation, I will announce it. You can follow me at brun13 on Twitter. Please contact me at runshousepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you again soon.